0: You're listening to the SHL Smart Teams podcast, a show where we invite experts on people science to talk about how to build a future where businesses thrive because their people thrive.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the SHL Talent Talk series. My name is Andy Geek, I'm managing consultant at SHL. Uh, I'm delighted to be with you this afternoon. One of the key findings we gathered during the client webinars we did last year was just how much value organizations put on having people insight. So lots of talk about percentage of this, how are we looking in terms of trends and so forth. But I think as well as generating that insight, a big challenge for organizations is how they use that insight to inform people talent strategy. So they get lots of insight, but then they think about what do I do with that information next? Well, I'm delighted to be joined today by someone who can help answer that question. Vancian Klein is Procurement Excellent Manager with a special focus on people capability development at, at DSM. Um, Vancian, delighted to have you with us.
0: Very delighted to be there, Andrew. Thank you for inviting you. me.
1: Uh, not, not at all. Um, before we get into the conversation, Vancian, I think it'd be great for the audience to find out a, a bit about yourself. Um, so, Tell us a bit about your background and, and how you come to to be interested in the area that we're going to talk about today
0: well i'm i've been working for this company for uh, i i i think i stopped counting by 30 years so it's 30 plus years um it's not the first company i've been working uh, f- uh, for um but i really love DSM and i love DSM why because it's a company with a purpose um, and the purpose is really bright, creating brighter lives for for all, um, but also for our people, developing our people. And so I've been working 30 years plus in this company in all different kind of functions, going from marketing and sales, of uh, going in procurement, in HR, in IT, um, and my. I have only one drive. It's people and people development. I really love developing people. This is my passion. Um, I don't have a background in developing people. I have a background uh, in languages. So I speak uh, different languages. Um, uh, and I discover my, my, uh, my passion when I was giving trainings to people and trying to help them to uh, develop new capabilities. So that's who I am. And that's, uh, that's really um, what I love to do
1: yeah and it's really interesting isn't it because that that kind of breadth of of experience that that you bring uh in terms of what you're saying in terms of that marketing sales i.t I, I guess it's really where a lot of people are going nowadays in terms of that kind of those lateral experiences um, that really kind of add that add that breadth to, to individuals and it's interesting you're talking there about purpose because that's something that's very much coming to the fore in terms of making people feel, making employees feel that there's a sense of purpose for, for, for working with an organisation. Um, so, as I said, a lot of people talk about insight, talk about talent insight, uh, and they obviously see that as being important. In terms of DSM, why is, it, why is talent insight important to you as an organisation? You know, you
0: know, Every organization is, is moving, is changing. And the DSM of 30 years ago uh, was busy with completely different things than they are busy today. Um, uh, you see that, that really the purpose uh, is, is more and more important. And we talk a lot about sustainability and contributing to a better world uh, for our people. Uh, so what what does it mean? It means that companies are changing. So as people need to change as well, uh, they need to be faster, to be quicker, to be more business partnering. Um, and it is very important for a company to have the insights of the kind of people you have in your organization and how you can help them develop further. And I think this is really what it is about, talents insights. And, and the, the collaboration we have with SHL is really about bringing those insights to the organization. Um, it's like making a scan of your organization for today, but also thinking about the future of the organization and, and bridging the gap. Um, and I think that's, that's really what it is about.
1: Yeah, and, that, and do you know what, that, that really picks up on what, what we find with clients because a lot of the time, particularly in the last year, in terms of transformation having a lot happening a lot more quickly and people having to change, organisations are thinking about, well, to what extent do we have an agile group of people who are going to be able to change and are going to be able to kind of link to certain things where we're going, unless you say that insight becomes important. and um, One of the things we hear a lot is people say, well, people insight, people insight. And I just wondered from your perspective, what sorts of insight do you think are going to be of most value to DSM?
0: Um, I think... It's it's not only about insight. Huh? It is it is good to have the right insight, but at the same time you need to have the right uh, mindset. Um, and I think that that is one of the capability which is very important: having the right man- mindset, developing the the development mindset at people. So so what we really think is DSM is that every individual has potential. Um, and, and we need to help them to discover their p- potential, but also to, to give them the, the opportunity to, uh, to show that potential and to use it for the best of the company, of course, because better the people, better the performance. Um, and, that's, and, and that's very important. So it is, it is about driving really development within the ESM. Um, but how is it possible for people to drive their own development if they do not know what they need to develop? And that's when insights is very important. We need to help people to have the right insight into their strengths and development area um, so that they can drive the dialogue uh, about, about themselves and they can come and, and get the right experiences uh, to come on the right place and to mean much more for the company. So this is why it's important. People are the asset of a company.
1: you know what what you've been saying there kind of links with some of the conversations we have where organizations are sort of saying look do you know what people now need to take ownership in terms of of their development and it's something that the organization can support with but actually taking that ownership and and thinking about for example their career path their their career journey but something i picked up on that you, you said there about mindsets um and it's something that cropped up in a conversation certainly we had last year in in a webinar where this idea of growth mindset rather than a a fixed mindset and 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 how with that transformation that change going on there is an onus on the individual to kind of think a bit more broadly in terms of do you know what things are changing i need to take some ownership of this and and i need to be proactive in terms of, of, of driving that development. But I thought what was really key, what you said there, is almost that, that self-awareness bit in terms of, well, what is it I do need to develop? Well, what, what, and, and, and start to get some insight of myself and, and really perhaps you know uncovering some, some hidden strengths or maybe some, some blind spots um, that I haven't gone into. So that, that's interesting that, that that's come in there. And as you say, how does that then link in with um, potential? One of the other things at Van that organizations, I think, sometimes find a challenge is that they get this insight and, and they think, OK, well, this this tells us a bit about how we look here and so forth. But then the question comes up, how, how do I action that? How do I start to encourage a journey that we can start to link that insight to some kind of development, action planning or some kind of kind of personal growth? What's kind of been your experience in terms of how to navigate that challenge?
0: I I fully agree with with that because it's not only about having the insights, but when you have the insights, what can you do about it? How can you translate your insight into development actions? Um, And that's something we can support people on and that's why Talents insight is important for a company. Yeah? So people get their individual insights about themselves. But we as a company, we got consolidated data about the talent we have in the company. And that gives us an idea about how to build an academy and a growth academy, because that's, that's what is needed. You cannot only give insight to people and then say, OK, you've got your insights and uh, uh, good luck with it find something to develop you no that's not how you want as a company to uh, to 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 help them you want to support them and to guide them in uh, translating those insights into the right actions so um, in our company, we, uh, we really thought a lot about it and in, our, in the procurement function where I am now, um, we really thought about how can we create based on the insights that we have about the talents we have in our company, how can we create an academy? Uh, where we, we really follow the approach of uh, our corporate learning uh, department. Huh? So it is about learning from experiences, learning from others and learning from uh, uh, formal courses. Um, how can we build this to really uh, link the, uh, the, the academy also to the insights that we have? And that's what we did. In our company, so we started also to uh, to develop something called experience maps, uh, which is a list of experiences. It's just to give an idea to the people. It's a development framework eh? it's not a list of things that they need to do, Um, but it is a development framework. So it is a list of the core experiences which can develop an individual in a certain capability. And we developed this for the function. So we say for the function of procurement, we identified uh, uh, eight buckets. um, and, And from the eight buckets, we have the five top core experiences it's called it's a tool it's called an experience map people can have a look at it and they can say okay uh, that's something I never did or that's something oh that's interesting or oh, maybe I can do I can do this so it gives them idea about possible experiences they can have to develop themselves And then they can go prepared with those uh, experiences to their development dialogue because we think the role of of our senior management is also to support our people in their development but it's not to tell them what they have to develop. It's really much more motivational when the individual is prepared and the individual knows what he wants to develop, but also how he can develop those things. So we 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 have a list of experiences, that's part of it. Um, the other things we developed uh, together, and of course, because of the COVID context, um, we really needed to, to, to get off of the face-to-face courses eh, because that are very, uh, they were not taking place. They are usually very expensive. They are not uh, always very up to date or they are not very effective. So it was for us also the opportunity to develop a, the, what we call the new online learning. So if you've been working with uh, uh, several universities developing uh, uh, e- e-learning, we call them e-learning, but it's really online classroom learning. So it's like you are having a professor in front of you when you are in a, in, in, at university and having a course. Um, it's called community of practice. We are using a platform for that, where people can also share best practices, where we are getting outside in um, uh, ideas also. And it's not customized to what we do, but it's really bringing the, the, the future of the function um, uh, for our people. Um, That's how we develop. We develop peer learning activities, etc. And all activities, everything that we have been doing, is linked to the capability that we have in the questionnaires of SHL. for example, a commercial drive is one of the foundation for a procurement function. If you go in the tool experience maps and you type on commercial drives, you will get prompted with a lot of experiences which can help you to develop that particular capabilities. We have the same with, uh, with our uh, uh, um, e-learning uh, platform, Cross Knowledge. Um, and that also helps uh, people to make it very actionable. And that's what it is about. So, do not give only insight to people without providing them with an academy.
1: Yeah. So it it sounds from what you're saying there that you have a very a very joined up process in terms yes. of uh, how people understand themselves in terms of those capabilities. But uh, but I think more, more importantly as well is that there are those experiences that are linked to that that they can go and do. And and in terms of those experiences. Um, Vancian is? Would they? Are they kind of like things to do with go and spend time at that department? Read this. Go on that. What, what types of experiences might they be?
0: It can be just sit at a table with a certain other groups of uh, within the shared service center, for example, okay. to understand how to collaborate together. Uh, that might be one of the experiences. It can be, uh, it can be participate with particular projects. That can be also an experience. Um, it can be um, uh, working with a complete different group, for example, a risk management group, and then working with them on a particular topic uh, okay. to develop certain capabilities.
1: Okay. Um- one of the interesting things that you mentioned there was um, about the other stakeholders, for example, like senior managers being being part of that um, input into that. And I guess one of the things that people often say to us, organisations say, look, you know, I want to develop this individual, individual wants to develop, but actually a key, a key person in this will be the individual's line manager or, or, or perhaps other peers within their group. How, how do you, how do you, if, as it were, incorporate those other people um, as part of that development for the individual?
0: Um, it's it's part of it, it's part of our HR processes, and eh? we mm-hmm. we have uh, we have really what we call uh, talent development is part of our HR, our HR processes. So. Uh, the line manager plays a very, very important role there in the sense that he is the person having the development dialogue and he has also a coaching role and he can put the person in contact with others uh, where they can learn from. Um, so it is, it, is about, it is the role of the people manager and the responsibility to have the right development dialogue with their people um, and also to help them uh, identify the right opportunity, which fits, of course, to the job that they have at that moment and the time that they can spend on it. Um, and that's why the role of the people manager is very important. However, um, we need to go, and I think it's every organization, we need to go off from the old, you know, the old mindset of people saying, uh, I, uh, my manager needs to tell me what I have to develop because that is not working. That's really uh, what you said, the key person in development. I don't think it's the manager. I think the key person is yourself, is the employee himself. The person needs to want to develop. So what we say, and I told you that our purpose is really sustainable and eh? sustainable employees and sustainability. Um, so also also sustainab- sustainable employability. So when, when you look at people, and how they can keep fit in their role and in organization. And uh, you know, just like me, that happy people make the performance. Um, And how can you um, make those happy people? Those people, so we we did a lot of research around this. And and, uh, what we said is that when people are driving their own development, they are much more motivated to work and it gives them energy. And that makes them happy, and then they are better performer. So it's really the goal of everything that we do. And the program I've been setting up for the procurement organization, uh, the goal is really to drive the development dialogue. And I talk about the dialogue, so you have two persons. You have the employee, and you have, on the other side, the line manager. However, it is not, and that's also what I say to everyone, not developing is no option because the company is changing so everyone needs to do something on his development and that's having that development dialogue but never go to your manager and saying what do I need to develop because then you will be prompted with the things probably you do not like and which will not give you energy so The goal of everything is that the employee is driving his development dialogue by having those insights about his uh, strengths and development areas, but also being prepared and knowing what's available to translate those insights into actions and then going and having the right dialogue with the manager. Um, and then saying to the manager, okay, well, this is really what I have identified and this is how I would like to do it and what do you think about it and how can you support me? Um, uh, and, and maybe you can give me feedback when you see eh, that I'm, do- I'm not doing the right things or uh, that kind of thing. So it is also about developing that culture, um, the dialogue culture, but also a continuous uh, feedback culture in, uh, between the employee and the manager. And that's where it is important. That's where the role of the manager is important. Hmm.
1: I wanted to just pick up on something, what you were saying there, Valcyan, because do you, to what extent do you make a distinction between individuals that you feel are very, very strong potential? So you might say, look, these are our high potential future future leaders, accelerated leadership, for example, as opposed to perhaps where I guess most people might be, which is kind of like, you know, steady performers do you, do you make any kind of distinction between the kind of experiences you may suggest to one than the other? Or do you not make that distinction?
0: Yeah, we do. Um, okay. And we do because we are working with, with, uh, um, with a process to identify uh, the kind of potentials that we have uh, in, in, in the company. And of course, you, the, what you say we recognize, And eh, you have people with very high potential to develop, people who are fast learner, broader learner, who need to have new experiences every two years because otherwise you are not going to retain them, eh? Um, and you have other people, uh, uh, which are also very important uh, to keep the performance of the company. So what we what we we know the difference, but we offer possibilities to all, and I think that's important. And then the dialogue um, is made really to 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 give that more tailor approach to a higher potential uh, than to to another individual. Um, uh, and that's, that's what we do. So we identify them, we give feedback, we, we give the opportunities to higher potential to develop much more faster than, than others, of course, but the, the, how, how do you determine that someone is a higher, is a higher potential by knowing your people correctly? So if every individual is driving his development and giving the insights to the people manager, then also there um the 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 potential and the kind of potential people have will be discovered much more easily eh?
1: yeah and, and and just linking into that answer Van Tien, you you'd mentioned earlier about kind of development actions and about you know getting a feedback culture um going on in, in terms of if you like ongoing development what, what's your what's your focus in terms of being able to track that and to think about you know, to what extent have we seen this person progress? To what extent have we have we seen this person grow, or or or, or, or done other things? How, how do you how do you evaluate that? That kind of, if you like, return on development investment.
0: <laughs> it's not the, it's it's always the the most difficult thing eh? it's, it's 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 really to to have a look at your return first you need you need to have a look at uh there are several factors that that can help you to to measure uh whether people have been developing whether uh, your action in development have been having success or not um and and One of them is, of course, the performance of the person. eh? If you see that you have a high performer and someone who is never sick, who is very, um, you know, energetic, etc., that someone very sustainable, then, you know, that's usually someone who is working on this development. eh? Um, And then you see also that they are driving their career. So that's that's one way of measuring. eh? You can see also how how far and how fast people are changing, for example, of moving through the company. That's one part of it. I think the other part is an employee engagement survey. Um, We do employee engagement survey, we measure uh, the the happiness of the employee on learning um, and development opportunities but also on the quality of the development dialogue that they have with their manager Um, and we are benchmarking this to other company so also there we see evolution, so uh, um, in, in our function, in the procurement function, since we have been working, uh, so last year was really the year of build of doing the assessment together with SHL and building the academy on the other side, we had a tremendous increase of the employee engagement survey. Uh, people are much, much more engaged when they are developing uh, themselves and we have also um, seen that we have reached much more than the targets were on our performance. Um, that is how you see that um, uh, what you do as Action on Development can support your company to perform.
1: Fancyana, just a a question actually which which came into my mind because you'd mentioned there about, if you like, different functions. In your experience, do you find that there's any difference between, for example, someone working in finance, someone working in IT, someone working in procurement in terms of their... Interest and willingness to develop, or is it all the same?
0: <laughs> I think it's no. I, I don't think it's all the same. I. I. I don't know if it is really particular to a function that you can say that in certain function people are more driven to development than in other function. Um, I think um, um, I think it's 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 really about. Helping them, if you give, if you help them having the right insight and you offer something to help them, then I think the majority of the individual will grab it as an opportunity. Um, but it's how you present it, huh? uh, um, and I and 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 you know I've been working in this company for a long time, and and I've been working in other company uh, and and together with other company. but what you see is that very often when you offer assessment to companies people are um, having fear for assessments because they always think that assessment will be used against them um, and of the result of assessment. Um, so it is how you position uh, the actions that you are doing. And what we have been doing from the beginning last year is that we have said, listen, it, it is for you. It's not for us. It's just it's, it's really for you. That's the primary goal that we have. It's to help you driving your development dialogue. And then, of course, you have people who say, oh, I don't want to develop, and uh, I'm working in the company uh, since uh, 20 years or 30 years, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job very good, etc." And And that can be like this. But then, you know, you ask the right questions, and you say, well, when was the last time that you had a first time? When were you stretched? Um, are you still learning? And if tomorrow you lose your job, are you ready? Um, and, and that's how also you can help employees and stimulate them to think about their development um and i've been doing people capabilities in finance in it in hr and 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 in procurement and you know as far as people see that it is for them and to support them and to help them to stay fit they will grab it whatever the function
1: Mm. and it's interesting what you said there because that in terms of the positioning, in terms of look, you know, what happens if the job changes or whatever, it comes back to that mindset thing. I think that you, that, that, that that you talked about. Um, Vassian, we've had a very good conversation, um, but I suspect there'll be a lot of organisations out there thinking crumbs. You know, um, where do I start with this? And uh, it would be really interesting to to get your thoughts and your and your tips in terms of, you know. An organisation is looking to kind of develop insight and and link it to to development. What would be your top tips for them?
0: The first thing you need to start with is really to investigate which kind of capabilities your organisation needs for now and for the coming five years. That's the first thing you need to do and establish a capability framework so you have the framework so you have the roles that you have in your organization and the list of the capabilities and you need to identify which capabilities are key for which roles that's where it starts Um, that's the first the first exercise the reflection exercise that you need to do Um, Then, based on that, it is about developing the right set of assessment questions to uh, really uh, um, uh, be concrete enough so that people can relate what they do today, but are also stretched to think about the future of capabilities. eh? Because you do not want that that they have a report like you're very good. No, you are good for now. But if you want to be fit, this is where you can develop or this is the potential areas where your strengths are, where you can really make the difference for the company. Um, So I think it is it is really about having a right capability framework. Um, And when you start assessing your organization, make sure you have something ready in in the form of an academy. It doesn't have to be perfect. But you really need to have something ready that at the moment that people that you are going to introduce, that you are going to assess an organization, you need to explain to them. It is not to judge you. It is really to help you develop. This is where it is. Um, so that's change management. Very important. You need to do that from the beginning and, then, and repeat it. Every month we have webinars. Every month we talk about development. Uh, every month we gather stories of people around who have been, who have successful stories of development. Um, and then, but in the same time, build your academy. So do not follow a kind of project plan where you do first assessment, then driving the development dialogue and then build your academy because it's not going to work. You need to do all the things together. And of course, your academy will grow. Um, So so we had the assessment 2020 and for us, for example, we started to build the academy. So at the moment of the uh, when we when we were discussing about which kind of questions and the capability framework, we were already thinking about which kind of experiences can help them to grow. So that's the first thing that you give to people. And then you think further and you keep developing and you keep developing and keep your academy also up to date uh, and, and be very transparent. I think also about uh, the dashboards that you receive. I, I receive consolidated dashboards. Why? What, what do I do with it? Eh? So that's also something that I've been communicating constantly to all the teams
1: yeah and, and i think some of the things you've discussed there are really key i'm really interested in that point you mentioned about that academy piece because i think often what happens is people go through a process maybe the development center or something and a great experience and then these things are highlighted and then the organization might turn around and say oh crumbs what do we do now um and um and with the best will in the world yes we, we may well sell the, say the organi- the individual has responsibility there but what you what you're talking about in terms of identifying what those experiences might be so very much being very proactive very kind of thinking ahead strategically in terms of what's going to matter i think the other thing you mentioned is about that kind of development areas and one of the things that that crops up a lot is that this idea about development is not just about closing gaps in terms of where someone may be less strong but actually how can i build on the strengths so a bit like what you said there, well, you, you, you've achieved this, but actually you can take this to the next level. So it's mm. constantly stretching the individual, but in a positive way.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I really, I really agree with what you say. And and so what I'm having, I'm, I'm having every month, I'm having discussion with the people managers, so the team managers. Um, and i'm looking at the dashboards that i receive from the from, from the question so we have no names and we just see what are the strengths of your team etc and what i say to people i say this is the average of your team but please have the individual conversation and make sure that the people are also working on the things that they are good at because that's the moment that you can have, can have high performance if you only con- force if you force your people to develop on the things they do not like they can develop but what To which extent, eh? so they don't have the potential to develop to high performing, but to a good. So I always say concentrate, especially on the things you are excellent, because that's the moment that you can go from a very good to uh, high performing Um, and also be aware that you need you have. All individuals in your team, and every individual is unique and, and bringing strengths and development. And if you take care as a manager that they have the right development and they are working on the things that they like and where they can make the difference, then you can have a high performing team.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and and, and and actually, w- one last point that you mentioned there you know, beyond that kind of strategic workforce planning, the here and and in the future, yes. that kind of assessment piece, that piece in terms of that, that academy and those experiences. But you also said something, said something which I think is key, which is repeat, the so it becomes a cycle. So it doesn't become a, a one-off, but it becomes actually ingrained in terms of how people start to operate. And I guess when that happens, in a way it's a bit like, almost like enterprise leadership, isn't it? In the sense that we become much more organizational, but we become much more self-sufficient uh, in, in terms of that process. Um, Young, we, we've come to the end of our time today um, and, you know, it, it, the conversation could go on and, and we, we would love to have a, another conversation again, but I just want to say thank you very much indeed um, for, for talking with us today. It's been really, really interesting. And I think that from what you've been saying there in terms of what you've been doing, it's, um, if it, it, you like, it's ahead of the game. I think uh, in, in, you know, when, I, when I think about what organisations are doing and I think some of the insights and um, suggestions and, and focus that you've had I think will be really powerful and really informative for people. So I, I really appreciate you taking part this afternoon uh, and I'd like to say thank you very much.
0: You're very much welcome and uh, I really enjoyed those conversations. So do not hesitate to connect with me again.
1: Wonderful. Thank you very much indeed and good afternoon everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to the SHL Smart Teams podcast. To learn more about how SHL helps companies leverage their greatest asset, their people, please visit shl.com.